Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Word Affairs. I hope you all had an amazing week. Um, I hope you're all doing very well and fine in the second lockdown, lockdown 2.0 as everybody's calling it. Um, I don't know how, how that's going to go really because I mean I keep telling myself it's just for for about a month but um, a month is a long time guys. <laughs> Let's just remember that. Four weeks essentially. So um, I just hope everybody's doing okay because I know that in reality uh, it's not exactly easy for every single person out there. Uh, some people have it worse than others. There are Everybody's in a different situation. So um, I just really really hope everybody's doing okay and this isn't exactly as bad um as it as it could as it could be um so yes i hope everybody is okay um just totally off topic as well a slight obsession i'm having right now is uh checking the u.s election results um i keep typing it like every every two or three hours or so you know into google because it comes up with like a live map or whatever and um why is nevada taking so long to count the votes why is it taking them forever i don't understand i don't get it i saw i saw a tweet um and and someone had tweeted a picture of gary the snail and said well we all know who's counting the votes in nevada because they're taking absolutely forever and um I mean, I guess they have their own system and, you know, procedure and everything. Um, and, you know, just, just to clarify, I mean, I don't know if the Americans feel this way, but um, as, as a British person, you're, I don't know, the way you guys do your elections, the way you count your results and consider who's the president, it is so confusing. I don't know why. It is so confusing. But at the same time, it's very, very, very interesting to watch. So, um... I don't know why, because I mean, it's not really like it's going to affect us, but you know what I'm saying. It is pretty damn good. So, um, I mean, you know, whatever. I hope, I hope, I hope you all are happy with the outcome. Um, I clearly know who I want to win, but political things aside, um, I just wanted to talk today about something, um, well, I mean, I'll just get straight into it, but just, just a little advice, I guess. It's going to be a short episode, really, hopefully, inshallah. But um, if you're going through something, guys, um, mentally, so if your mental health is affected or you feel these thoughts coming on or you feel like you're not in a very good pres- position right now or you feel like something's going to be taking over, please go and talk to someone about it. Realistically, you want to be talking to someone close, I understand totally. But sometimes just talking to anybody anybody about it will make a massive difference because you don't ever realize when and where you're going to need to have those conversations. I have always, always thought that if I am having a breakdown, it is going to be in my room. Okay, so um, what do I mean by a breakdown? I literally mean like a full-on breakdown. I mean crying my eyes out, I cannot breathe, um... I literally feel like I've lost total control. I feel like everything is just going downhill. Everything's failing, everything. And more times, you know, other than anywhere else, it's always been in my room. Um, And of course, you know, I'll talk about it later on after it's happened, but I've never really discussed it or seen someone as it's happened. Um, And the reason why I'm really just opening up about this is because um, it happened to me this this week it wasn't this week it was basically last uh the weekend that just went by um and it just made me realize that you know if you're not going to talk about these type of things it's not really going to help anybody we need to talk about them to actually make other people realize that hang on a minute 
you know, not everybody's having an amazing perfect time all the time. Um, the truth is, I guess it's, it's a little personal, but, um, I, I feel like I'm that type of person now, especially now more than, you know, the way I was about a few years ago, but especially now more than ever, I think a lot of people look at me and think I have it all put together. Um, and what do I mean by that? I mean that, you know, I get pretty good grades, alhamdulillah, in like university and everything. Um, I look like I'm having a good time. Um, you know, I work out whatever I, I, you know, volunteer on the side. I, you know, do a podcast and I, I stay in tune with whatever I want to do with my life and, you know, have fun on the side. But in reality, um, the truth is that not everybody is always a hundred percent happy all the time. And it's perfectly fine to be like that. It's just admitting that and accepting it. And for me, I mean this this week before and even now actually even right now as we speak even this week that's coming on I just know that I feel I've been feeling this way for a long time is that I've not really been accepting that the fact that you know you don't have to be happy all the time or you know not everything is going your way or whatever you know it's sometimes it's okay just to you know be at a standstill in life everything reaches a plateau at certain times and I feel like right now I am at a plateau in life because um I just feel like obviously because of COVID-19 and you know what with everything being online for example with university it's very very hard to feel like you're going places you know I mean literally in the sense that you're not really getting to go anywhere but you know I mean metaphorically as well you're not really going places I mean for me particularly that's the case um you know when life gives you lemons you make lemonade right and it's just like right now I feel like life isn't really giving me any lemons but at the same time I'm not really making any lemonade so you know it's like everything has good everything has bad but um yeah I just I guess last week I had a very big breakdown and so uh, I mean it just basically it it, it wasn't really in the best of places like I said I started off by saying I was thought it was going to be in my room it wasn't actually um I was driving to work and it takes me about 20 minutes to get to work and you know I set out and at the minute I get onto the main road I realized I was going to be late there was no changing it I was going to be late and you know you can say well why didn't you set out earlier Guys, it was that type of late where even if I had set out like, I don't know, 15 minutes earlier, I was still going to be late because there was a police incident on the um, on the bypass, the busy road, and um, it had literally clogged up all the traffic, you know, from that all the way to like my area. Um, and it was not nice swinging in that traffic because um, first of all, it was the, the fact you know, that dawned upon me that I was going to be late for work. I'm that type of person. I've never been late. I have like a clean record. Um, and I I realized, oh God, I'm going to be late and I don't want to be having that conversation or, you know, I don't know. It's going to look so ridiculous. It's so unprofessional of me. Um, and, you know, it's okay, you know, if it's once or twice or something like that. It was just that whole concept of perfectionism in my head over the fact, you know, I was just like, I've never been late and now I'm going to be late. It's ridiculous and it's all my fault. When in reality, I couldn't exactly control the situation. 
it was out of my hands um like I said if I had even left you know home 15 minutes early I would still not have made it on time because I didn't I know I didn't um so that was the first thing and then it was just the whole concept of like I didn't want to go to work (laughs) so it was a Friday and I was like you know I was going to be working late and I just thought to myself oh my god there are so many ways I wanted to be spending my Friday um at the same time just prior to me leaving work uh, for work sorry um I had found out that my volunteering had um been cancelled for a little bit of time because of COVID-19 and you know the inpatient unit was being closed down so you know they were like there's not really much need for you anymore right now but um in January you know New Year's time we will be you know having you guys back etc um but it was just that idea of like oh god that's my Friday evenings gone because let me tell you one thing I love volunteering you know no two days are the same and just the idea that that's another thing that's that's been closed down partially due to COVID-19 it was like everywhere I looked coronavirus was in the way um and you know it, it sounds crazy okay it sounds insane but I'm gonna be totally honest with you since this whole coronavirus scandal came into effect um I never really thought it had affected me as much it had impacted me personally as much and you know for people who are listening they might be sad I think to themselves that is so selfish of you to say seeing as you know it's been impacting a lot of people in many many different circumstances in different ways around us and I totally 100% understand that because I have seen that and have helped people through that in fact as well but um me personally on a personal level um I it hadn't really affected me and that's coming from someone who actually got the virus as well I I did get the virus obviously back in July August time so um you know I'd done the whole self-isolation thing I've been doing the whole lockdown thing I work in a supermarket for god's sake I have seen some ridiculous things and there's been some heartbreaking moments you know in 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 the in the hospice I I had to help out with um you know the whole ambulance and you know the funeral directors thing you know because we had someone who passed away on the uh on the unit and you know little things like that I'm just saying that I have seen it around me um but it was just in that moment when I was sat in that car in, in my car sorry and I was just waiting in traffic and I just sat there and I thought to myself I am going nowhere like I literally just sat there and I mean, like, I feel really emotional talking about it as well, actually. I'm not really in a position where I'm going to be crying. But, you know, when you feel that lump in your throat, guys, I have that lump in my throat right now. You can't really hear it because, again, like I said, I'm not going to be crying. But I have been emotional. But the thing is... um, I was sat in the car and I thought to myself, I'm literally going nowhere in life. Like, you know, yes, I'm on my way to work. But I thought to myself, like the scariest concept for me was like what if this is just my life for the rest of my life type of thing and you know I I just sat there and thought to myself like I'm never going to get to the place where I want and you know those are those very it's when those very intrusive thoughts kick in that you realize okay you know what you need to be taking a step back um and that's exactly what I didn't do um I just let myself get absorbed by them and I just carried on thinking the worst things possible like I'm not gonna make anything of my life I'm just going to maybe possibly graduate uni and you know not do anything I'm not going to be accepted where I want to be applying you know for after graduation um I I'm literally going to be at this job for the rest of my life etc etc and you know what's crazy is this sounds like really silly but as I was in the traffic on the main road there was this road like um you know like a side street um on the right 
And I was just looking down it and I was just thinking to myself, what are the chances that I just took my car, just drove and I just got out of there and, you know, just went God knows where. And it was that whole, you know, the, the idea of being spontaneous. I thought, I don't have that. I do, I'm not spontaneous, but I because I can't, because I was like this whole concept of being structured to perfectionism. I, I really struggled from it. Um, I, I, to a certain extent, I suffer from it. Um, not as bad as, again, again, not as bad as it was a few years ago. A few years ago, it was really, really bad. My whole concept of being perfect was just so, so hard to maintain um and now alhamdulillah you know i realized life doesn't have to be perfect but sometimes it does kick in and as i'm sat there looking at the side street i just crumbled i literally crumbled i am crying and crying and i had eyeliner as well like the only makeup i had on was top eyeliner and i am crying my eyes out to the point where i'm literally sobbing in the car I can hear myself sobbing and I'm I'm not bothered I mean I'm in the car no one can really hear me all the drivers around me they're just in their own world no one could really see me no one could really you know they didn't really care they weren't bothered by what was going on in inside this car but I am literally crying my eyes out and almost to a point wailing because I was like I'm not going anywhere in life and everything felt like it was at such a standstill so I thought to myself, it's all right, you know, just cry, let it out and it'll, it'll go. But, you know, it was one of those moments when I just started crying nonstop and I realised, okay, I can't stop crying. And then when I realised that I couldn't breathe and I'm just like gasping for air and I'm literally like telling myself, it's okay, it's okay, stop, stop, calm down. And I can't. And, you know, that's when I realised, oh God, I'm having a breakdown. And I, it was so bad to the point where my my feet were shaking my legs were shaking and I was unsteady on on the pedals um and I'm driving obviously I, I eventually I get out of the traffic and I go and park up um, and I parked my car in the worst way possible because um I'm a very bad driver very bad um but I I own that wholeheartedly and my black box never shows it uh because I stick to the rules but it's these little things like parking and everything I'm so bad at uh, so yeah I parked the car and um, I'm, I'm crying my eyes out still and you know my whole face is a mess and you know this is the point when I say when you need to talk to someone just talk to someone so um, a, a colleague of mine a friend she's so amazing she was walking out with her husband she'd just done the shopping and she was like are you okay if I wanted to I could have run away from her and be like yeah I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'll just need some time for myself um, but I was like no I'm not okay I'm not okay and I don't even know why because that was the reality I really didn't know why I didn't know why I was thinking this way I didn't know why I was having these thoughts so um you know she leads me and she's like okay just go upstairs have water and you know have some water I'm coming so as I go upstairs my manager comes out <laughs> and I'm like oh god this is the worst timing ever and he's like are you okay Kai because obviously like my name is Kai Nath and and you know a lot of people call me Kai and um, he's like are you okay Kai and I'm like I'm not okay <laughs> literally I was just like I'm not okay I don't know why and and he's like okay okay just go back go to the bathroom and come to the training room um and I go and I you know and then I go see him and I sat down he's like okay it's, it's just insane the way he was just sat there waiting for me and he's just like waiting for me to just say what it was and I was like I don't know where I'm going with my life and I just spilled everything to him you know I was just like you know this is how you know blah, blah blah this is what's going on that's what's going on and I was like I don't even have a reason I don't have a single reason you know why I feel this way but I do and I can't avoid the fact that I do and he was sat there and honestly god bless him literally god bless him I was so thankful so thankful for the fact that I, I, I had the opportunity to speak to him because 
you know, some people hate their managers, right? And I don't blame them. But this one, this manager of mine, he's amazing. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. If he ever hears this, I'm like, shout out to Aaron <laughs> because he's such a nice person. But um, he really was so patient and calm with me. And he got a piece of paper and he wrote something down on it. And I don't think I'll ever forget this for the rest of my life because ironically, he said that this man that he worked with, a colleague um, who could barely speak English and today he is now the uh, head of operations of Sainsbury's. Um, I don't work at Sainsbury's, by the way, just just saying, but, you know, in this past, he was saying that, yeah, he, he worked with this person and, you know, he's now made it so big in life. Um, so you know, considering the fact that he just, he couldn't even speak English and now he's up there. Anyway, so um, this man had taught my manager something, you know, that now he has passed on to me, I guess. Um, and he said E plus R equals O. Um, so if you're all listening to this, I guess, um, maybe you've heard this before, maybe you've come across it. But um, what he said was E plus R equals O. Events and response equals outcome. Now, the thing is, events is fixated. That's a constant that's not going to change. It's fixed. And you can't do anything to change that because realistically, you have no control over it. There are going to be events that you will have no control over. They're just going to happen. But what you do have control and what is variable is the response. And that is what you do control. You can influence that because ultimately, that is your reaction, if that makes sense. So whatever you do is going to basically change the R of the equation. And essentially when you add the two of them together that leads to your outcome so the thing is yes event is going to influence the outcome but rather what you have control over you know to influence the outcome is your response to the event is your response to you know whatever's happening and he goes the reality is that you know there are going to be some events where you 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 are going to respond really badly to and ultimately you'll see the outcome of that but there are going to be response events where you're going to respond really well to and you're going to sit and think critically about them and equally you will see the outcome of that too um but he goes it's this whole balance this whole this whole concept of you know i've got to sit down and realize when and where you know, this event's taking place, first of all, understand that you have no control over it. And second of all, how are you going to react to it? Because the reality is, we all have a plan in life that may or may not be ever followed. And for me, I realised that I was sat there and thinking to myself, everything has to be perfect. I have to have a plan. I have to follow it to the dot. And, you know, I should know better because in life, that's never the situation. I have made a thousand plans and they've always crumbled. And, you know, it was me sat there realising that I have no control over the situations that, you know, I'm thinking about. Me panicking, about university about my future career about plans about you know whatever it is in my life um I have no control over those events taking place but what I can control is my response to them and ultimately that will define my outcome so uh, he told me that and I just sat down and thought to myself you know what he's got a point um and needless to say I did obviously continue crying but um it's this whole thought of like, I, I, I realised that what would have happened for the rest of the day if I hadn't spoken to him or spoken to my colleague or whatever? What would have happened if I didn't discuss that or just tell them how I'm feeling? Because I realised just after I'd spoken to him and everything, you know, I had that, the, you know, the, the afterglow of a cry. If, you know, girls, girls, you know what I'm talking about. If the girls are listening to this, they understand totally. You guys don't understand. For the boys, they may or may not have realised this as well. Girls especially do see this but you know when you cry right and you've had a heavy cry and then after you know you've you've wiped your tears away you know you've you've patted your face dry and you know that glow you get 
oh my god it is gorgeous like my it's just insane but my cheeks are all nice and pink and dusty and it's just it's crazy but it's true you know you get this nice glow after you've cried um so yeah I did have a glow and I came down to the shop floor and I carried on my day and I had actually a really amazing shift after that believe it or not I was dreading coming to work because hey we're not robots you know we all have emotions and um you know I start my shift and I have one of the best shifts I've ever had I had such a good time, believe it or not. I hate doing lates, but I loved it. I was just like, oh, this was really nice. So again, you know, when you change your response to the outcome, the outcome changes. Um, And yeah, it was just that whole thing of like, I came home and, you know, the next morning I'm telling my mum and she's just like, you're so silly. <laughs> you know, mums, mums and mums. And they're just like, she's like, you're so silly. Why would you do that? Like, not the fact that you talked to him, but the fact like, why are you overthinking everything? Do not overthink. And, you know, sometimes you can't help it. You know, for the overthinkers out there, you know how I feel. Um, But we tend to overthink every little thing. And I did that. Um, Um, But yeah, the point is, I guess, what I'm trying to get across in this episode today is that if you're ever feeling unstable or if you feel like you're literally going to break down, essentially, um, and, you know, you feel like everything is just teetering on this, like, edge of a cliff and you feel like it's all going to crumble away, please, please, please go and talk to someone. It does not matter who it is. And on top of that, if you don't have anybody to to talk to, so, you know, you could be listening to this and be like, you know what, well, I actually don't have anybody to talk to. Because the reality is, if I wanted to, I could have talked to a friend. I could have just rang my mum and talked to her. But it was, I don't know what it was in that situation. I didn't think of that. Um, and, you know, I believe it or not, I never ever thought in my wildest dreams that I would be crying my eyes out to my manager and telling him and, you know, pouring it all out. But I did indeed. And um, it was this whole concept of, you know, humans... It's insane, but um, we're a very emotional species. So the reality is that everybody out there has some sort of empathy in them. You know, I don't I don't want to hear this whole thing of like, some people are absolute sociopaths. You know, psychopaths don't feel a thing. I know, but I mean, this isn't exactly criminal minds here, you know. So um, I am just guess I'm just trying to say is that, you know, just please talk to somebody, somebody, anybody, just go and talk about whatever it is that you're feeling if you don't have anybody to talk to there are always these helps you know there's help available out there all of these um lines that you can ring and everything um I guess that's a very bad way of putting it but there is help out there basically please 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 do take advantage of it especially um to the South Asians out there um and I'm talking about South Asian young adults right um you know how it feels because we do have it quite hard especially as well um and you know the realities as well for you guys I know sometimes you don't want to talk to friends I don't you definitely might not want to talk to parents at times or family but please do go and contact someone if you need help because I've seen this in the Asian community as well many many times mental health is just brushed under the carpet I've spoken about this so many times beforehand as well and it's something that we've all understand as well in the community. We know it's happening where it's being brushed down in the carpet. Now more than ever, I do, do realise though, that I have realised that it's coming more to light and people are trying to make a change about it. But um, we still have a long way to go. Um, But the point is, if you are Asian and if you are struggling, please do go and talk to someone about it. Maybe if you need to seek professional help, go and do it. Please don't think about what other people are going to think of you. You know, this whole lokya kenge, that whole mentality, please, please, please leave it behind. Because here's the thing um whatever you do people are going to talk whatever path whatever step you decide to take in life people are going to talk about you they are going to say bad they're going to say good so if you're going to be doing something to you know settle down or you're going to be doing something to secure on your own life and just take care of yourself please go and do it do not think about what other people are going to be thinking of you because that is something that really really buries us down and it just weighs us down so badly you know 
this small concept of like oh if i do go and seek men you know therapy or if i seek help for men health mental health you know people are going to be out there thinking god what's wrong with him what's wrong with her oh my god what's going on in the house no reality is they will probably say that regardless so please go and do what you need to do this is just a message just to be telling all the people out there all the overthinkers all of the warriors um all of the young adults all of the students all of the south asian people um please don't worry just please please don't worry i know we all have our ups and we all have our downs we all have our good days and bad days life can get really really hard at times and now more than ever it is such a challenging time for us to be alive um you know situations are arising that we never ever thought were possible and i know it is so hard it is easier said than done for me to be sitting here telling you don't worry it's hard at the end of the day when this episode ends you're going to be left on your own and i don't know where you are listening to it or in what circumstances you're listening to it but please just remember that it's going to be okay the thing is there's a whole old arabic saying that you don't want to commit suicide you don't want to die the reality is if someone threw you in the water your body will start reacting to help you survive you are going to flap your hands you're going to try and swim you're going to struggle you're not just going to let yourself drown the point is you can't let yourself drown you do still want to survive you want to be alive it's just sometimes sometimes we struggle to feel anything or rather we struggle to feel the right things and it's in moments like that you really need to sit down and think to yourself i need to seek help or i need to go and talk to someone about it and don't tell yourself that no one's going to understand you or no one's going to want to listen to you or nobody cares because believe me there is somebody out there there is always someone out there for every single one of us who wants to know what we like there's always someone out there who cares about you trust me right now you're sitting there thinking to yourself maybe that you know what I'm not good enough or no one really cares about me or no one really wants to take the time out to see how I'm doing. The truth is that there is someone out there. There's someone out there thinking of you right now. There's someone out there just remembering something you said and probably laughing to themselves. Oh, she made me laugh. He made me laugh about that thing. There's someone out there who's wishing nothing but the best for you. There's someone out there praying for you. Think about all of those prayers that someone said for you. Those silent little prayers that they've done or those silent little wishes and hopes that they have for you. Someone out there loves you and cares for you and wants the best for you. Just please always remember that and please 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 go and seek the help that you need. So, um I'm going to end it at this today. I hope that was good. I hope that wasn't much rambling as I do believe now that I think I've rambled a bit too much now. <laughs> But um I hope you're having an amazing week that is going to come by as 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 amazing as it can get in lockdown 2.0. I hope Nevada cancels votes very quickly because it's getting very frustrating now. Um and most of all i hope you seek the help that you need please please go and talk to someone that will be the advice for today's episode if you need to or you just want to have a ramble ramble go and talk to someone above that if you want to go and talk or you just want to drop a me email guys i am so good at replying to emails believe me i can write whole like stories in emails so if you want to just ramble and just talk and have a heart to heart please 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 email me at www.thewordaffairspodcast@gmail.co.uk um why do i get the feeling that that is wrong let me just have a quick look yeah 
sorry, yeah, the word affairs podcast at gmail.com, not co.uk.com. I will link it in the description as well. The word affairs podcast at gmail.com. Please send one. Or you can just go onto the word affairs.co.uk, the website, and there's a contact um, little form at the bottom of the website. Just send me one and I will get back to you as soon as possible. Please take care of yourself and do what is best for yourself. You know, sometimes you just got to put yourself first. So I hope you all have an amazing week and I hope that was a good episode. And please do take care. I will see you next week, inshallah.